If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Friday, July 28th. What? What? End of July? School starts soon. School starts in a week or two. Well, uh, Cobb County in Georgia starts on August 1st. What? Next week. Yeah. What? I know. How? I know. So happy last Friday of summer to some of you. Oh my God. That's a tragic thing. I feel like teachers are energized, maybe ready to go back, maybe maybe not. Every parent friend I know that has grade school children is so excited for school to start. They're like, all right, summer's over. Let's do this. Let's get back in routine, back in the swing of things. Let's do it. I just don't like it because it screws up traffic. There's so many fewer cars on the road during the summer. Mm-hmm. It's, it's amazing what a difference it makes. Yeah. Uh, wow. Next week. Okay. Uh, my name is Jeff Dollar, and today I'm, I'm going to change mine up. Today I am grateful for the first days of school. They're the this, best. You put your outfit out the night before. Nothing like it. All of your school supplies. It's the, it's the kid equivalent of new car smell. Yes. New, new paper smell. New marker smell. New pen smell. New pencil new smell. New notebook smell. Everything smells good. Your lunchbox is brand new. It's all so cool, and I'm grateful for those memories. My name is Callie Dollar, and I'm grateful for Steve on our team. He is just amazing. He's so amazing, and he's someone that we click with so well. Yeah. But I think he also deals with you really well. Oh, he does? And I think so, yeah, because have Uh. you ever noticed he never tells you directly no? He always, like— boosts you up before he tells you no. Oh, I've never, why did you, why would you point that out? No, because that's what I do too. And it's great. Like that's why you like working with me so much. And that's why you like working with him so much. I don't need to know what mind tricks you guys use to train me. (laughs) I don't want to know. I just, I just want, I just want to be the best person possible to work with. And if that requires you guys to manipulate me without my knowing, go for it. <laughs> so be it. I want to buy, on his recommendation, um, I have never tried blue light glasses. Mm-hmm. And when I was talking about having really dry eyes a week or two ago and um, just being fried because I, I was in front of a spreadsheet for two straight weeks, he said both he and his son said they were so transformative that he— a huge, he was so. I think you need to try it. I will say I had some when I worked at CNN, and I asked our friend Dr. Gupta, yeah, uh, Dr. Sanjay Gupta, if they were effective, yeah. and he said they're not harmful, but they don't really do that much. Uh, so it might be like a placebo effect. I don't care, but you should try them because I feel like it's maybe it's different if people are taking them on and off all day. But if you're literally staring at your computer for eight hours a day, maybe they'll help you. Yeah, Sanjay. Years ago, said mm, scientifically, well, you not know so what? much. That was years ago. Maybe they have changed the science behind the color blue since then. Yeah, maybe. Jeff Dollar, it is Friday, which means we're doing a one to 10 scale check in just to gauge how we are, how we can be for each other, and how we can be better for each other. That's really what the one to 10 scale check in is all about being aware and admitting to yourself how your week actually was. I don't think you have to say one to 10 scale. The fact that it's a scale is kind of. When are you going to trip me over my words? I'm just used to saying it. A one to 10 check-in. There you go. How are you on a 
on how are you from one to 10. No, you can say, how are you on a scale of one to 10, but I don't think you need to say a one to 10 scale. How are you on a scale of one to 10? <laughs> I, um, I want to go nine. Yeah. I'm nine. I got burned out this week. Um, you also did a lot of work this week. Yeah. And, uh, I really, but, but it doesn't matter. Um, I really like my new routine and I keep asking you if you're okay with it. You keep saying you are. So I guess I'm going to stop asking you, but I just realized that I am a morning productivity person. You are. And I, I, I think for, you know, working in morning radio for 25 years and never sleeping past 4.30 a.m., mm-hmm. right? Um, usually 4 a.m. on, you know, for work that for a year or two, I, pro- I protested. I didn't even set an alarm. I don't yeah. care if I had a flight to catch. Yeah. I was like, eh, well, if I miss it, I miss it, but I'm not setting an alarm. Right. And then I just, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I just got up. I think, you know, because now we have the the office and it's a place to go where our stuff, like it's not, there's no loading of laptops and, you know what I mean, making sure we mm-hmm. have anything. You just get in the car and go. And I have started getting here by about 7 o'clock every morning mm-hmm. and working till about 3, like a proper work day. And it just feels good. And you know what feels good to me is waking up early, early ish. Without me in the house? No, because you always wake up early before me anyways and get roll out of bed. Um, But I I don't love getting Ellie ready in the morning because I feel like she's more of like a take your time to get ready person. I'm like, okay, let's go, let's go, let's go. But I do like... Taking, getting Ellie settled with whatever she's doing, then taking my walk, doing my workout, kind of having a freer, slower start to the morning, and then strolling in here at like 10 a.m. Yeah. And I like that. The problem is you also stroll out when I stroll out. Why is that a problem? Because then your workday is only four hours long. <laughs> is there work that I'm not getting done? Well, I don't know, but I've, I, I just, I don't know. I've, I feel like it screws you up because- you feel like you need to leave when I leave. No, I feel like I write a to-do list for the day. And when everything's done, then I go. Oh, okay. And I'm my own boss. So this is one of those things where, you know, if I answer a couple of emails at night, whatever. Well, you know what? I guess actually- it, you, make, you make me sound like I'm not working at all. No, 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 no. I feel just because I am a person who uh, feels like everything is his fault, mm-hmm. right? Um I feel like that when I end my day that you feel not that, not that you, I don't want to make it sound like you should end your day, but you have to, but we're so used to being in sync that, that sometimes I feel like when I say, okay, I'm going to head home. You feel like you need to come home. No. Which I know is. No, that's I don't true. at all. I am not a tethered to my desk kind of person. You do really well with being alone and also like desk and work hours and stuff like that. And I kind of feel like I have a rolling work day. Like I kind of work a little bit all the time. Yeah. And then I come in, focus for like a solid four hours and then do random things. Got it. You know, like yeah. at the beginning of the day and at the end of the day. And honestly, I think I'm more productive here in four hours than I was in my eight hour work day being like, like clocking in and sitting there for eight hours. And I, I think would, most people would say that. Yes. I yeah. I feel like I am. Yeah. So, um, yeah. 
Uh, on a scale of one to 10, how are you? Oh, what I was going to say is I think I'm a nine. I I did. I definitely went hard this week. And I, um, as of right now, I feel pretty fried. Um, so I'm looking forward to a low-key Friday and a, and a weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I am a 10 this week. Yeah. I'm really good. I'm feeling really good. I'm so excited because today is my first OB appointment in like a month. Has it been a month? Should we talk about like forever? Should we talk about the possible scam going on at your doctor's office, or should we wait until you talk to them about it? Uh, wait till we talk to them about it. Okay. Well, well, now that you said it, um, there's they they just. Which, I was filling out paperwork for a new doctor because I'm going to see a new doctor. Um, my old office was just too busy and good for them, but it's just not the right office for me this time around. And so I was filling out all this paperwork on that freesia thing. You know, most doctor's offices have that now where you have to like, What's you it know, called? it's called freesia, like P-H-R-E-S-I-A, I think. And it's basically, you fill out all the forms. You don't even do it on your computer anymore. You do it on this app and it takes you through all these questions and whatever. So you don't have to sit in the waiting room with a clipboard of nine pages. Right. You don't do that anymore. You upload a picture of your driver's license. You upload a picture of your insurance card, all that kind of stuff. Um, I guess you haven't been to the doctor in a while, but I go like every three three days since I've been in fertility treatment. So I've used the app a lot. And one of the questions when you get towards the end, it's all these like waivers that you sign. And one of the waivers said, do you want us to do certain insurance paperwork for you that isn't covered by insurance for $75 for a flat fee. And I'm like, it, but it, I, it didn't say insurance paperwork. It said, I wish we should have, I screenshot it. We should. Right. Yeah. Oh, you did. Okay. It was ambiguous enough that if you came across it in an email, you definitely would not participate in it. You know no. what I'm saying? I mean, it 1,000% looks scammy. But it's, it's legitimized because it's on the website. Okay, here's what it says. Yeah. It says, patient paperwork completed by the practice will result in administrative fees. We offer optional administrative service fee of $75 for um, OB patients. This fee, if elected, will be effective for a 12-month period from the date you sign this contract. This fee is intended to cover the cost of certain administrative services we provide that are not covered by your insurance, but you are not required to pay. If you don't pay the optional fee and require patient paperwork to be completed by the practice, there will be fees assessed based on the amount and type of paperwork. So, so I'm like, I have no idea. Like, can I have an example, please? <laughs> right. It's because it it seems silly that they would charge you for the paperwork they're required to complete to get paid by the insurance company. Mm-hmm. Why would they do that? You know yeah. what I mean? But I guess ATMs charge fees. I mean. Hey, we're going to charge you three bucks for taking your money out of this machine because, you know. But doing, and I'm trying to think, like, doing so much paperwork that. That's why I think it's, that's why it felt scammy to me because it, it to me, it seems like there's a subset of, of people, right, who have to have a certain amount of paperwork done. I don't know who these people are. I don't know why. Yeah. Right? Why they, one person would have, maybe there's one insurance company that's just terrible and requires everything to be handwritten or something. Yeah. I don't know. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't I'm, I don't know. I'm making it up. So I don't know, but you're going to ask me about it. After yeah. The Cause I, I just need an example. Why would I have 
why would you have paperwork that it need that you need to fill out and that it takes so much time? Yeah, it just I don't know. But there could be a case where I just have no idea. And since I'm gonna be at this practice for the next six months, maybe there's a ton of baby paperwork to be done. Yeah. I don't know. So I'm doing really well. I'm excited to hopefully Would it be birth certificate and stuff like that? Or that's the hospital. That's the hospital. You did that. Huh. So I don't know what it is. I'll ask. I am really excited to see the baby. I'm excited. Hopefully I get to see the baby. I know I have two appointments today. One's a specialist appointment because I am of the age they call literally geriatric. Um, Someone thought I was making fun of myself and other people. I'm not. It literally says on my paperwork, geriatric pregnancy. Uh, But one of the perks of that, the upside, if you will, is that I get like the VIP baby experience and they want to check on me all the time, which I am all about. Give me pictures of our baby. Listen to their heartbeat. I welcome that. So I'm very excited about it. And um, pending (laughs) that it goes well, I will still be at 10. If it doesn't go well. It'll go well. I don't know. It's going to go great. You know what (laughs) You know what baby-related thing I'm excited about? I'm excited about reading our new baby a book in our rocking chair. Okay, so we had a little bit of an incident last night. and I, I think as we tell this story, I think... This is a video that could go viral. You ever see that could become a news story, right? Yeah, Where, I don't know if I agree with you on that. It, I talk, it, if you look at some, sometimes they say, that, you know, TikToker exposes truth about movie theater popcorn. Yeah. Something. And it's, it's random. The, I promise you there is at least one person listening who is going to be victimized the way we have been victimized by West Elm Furniture over the past two years. <laughs> so Ellie is almost three years old. So we've had this rocking chair. What do they call it? Like a glider thing? I don't know. A chair for a nursery for two and a half plus years now. And it's great. We love it. It's comfortable. It's pretty. It's soft. I don't know. Whatever. It rocks it's, a little bit. Don't whatever it. You... When we dec- we when Callie decorated Ellie's nursery, so much thought went into every decision you made. Yeah, the the changing table, the crib, the curtains, the chair. You looked at a bunch of different chairs, and this is the one that you settled on. Yeah, and it arrived, and and we thought it was fine. It yeah, it looked good. It's functional. It's fine. Whatever. Um, Now, Jeff's issue was it's not like really rocking the way you would need to rock a baby, but it moves and it's like kind of fine. It's just a little tighter than you would expect. Yeah. So last night we, I'm putting Ellie in her PJs. Jeff is sitting in said chair and we hear, he gets up and we hear like a rip. And I was like, did you just break the chair? It, to me, it sounded, to me, I felt it. It sounded like a pop. <laughs> and I had, when I, when I was sitting in it, I was sitting on the very, very edge. So when I stood up, my first thought was, oh, the chair came up off the ground, something. Yeah. But no, it didn't. No. So Jeff flips it over because he's like, no, I didn't break the chair. He turns it over and there is a strap. I'm sorry. But before I even turned it over, what did we notice about the chair? That it was rocking more or Jeff thought it was rocking more than it was before. Hold on. I'm telling the story in order. Let me tell my story. You pause. 
Um, so Jeff turns it over and he's like, I think this rocks more. I'm like, you are out of your mind. It's not Rocky more, whatever. Turns the chair over. There is a strap that has come off that has staples on one side of it. Like the staples have come out and we realize that there is a, what was that? Was it? It's, it's like a plat. It's a fabric, but it, it's like a, it's like a packing. It feels like a cheap seatbelt. Yes. But like yes. not one you'd have on the airplane, but like if, if they, if airplanes cut budgets, like a little yeah. bit papery, but yes. a seatbelt. It felt to me like those envelopes that you can't rip those white. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we realized after looking at this thing with like the staples coming out, we're like, that's weird. And then, you know, this chair is kind of expensive and whatever. We realized that that is just a shipping thing. Like that's something they use to keep it from sliding around while it's shipping. We have not had the full functionality of the glider for the past two and a half years that we've owned the chair. Ellie was robbed. R-O-double-B-E-D, exclamation point. Robbed. She did not get the experience of a relaxing, I want to go sit in that chair right now. It moves so much. So now you love it. And I feel like, well, I never disliked it. I'm mad at myself for not knowing because why would we think, and even if we did look underneath it, let's say we turned it over because we dropped something down in the cushions or whatever. If I saw that fabric thing, I would never think to cut it away. No, because it doesn't say anywhere on it, remove this after delivery. Yeah, yeah. You know? So- Anyways, if you have an upholstered rocking chair type thing that you've always kind of questioned whether or not it's moving as much as it should, flip it over, look for a strap that is holding it all in one place and remove the strap. It's like having a brand new chair. We are trying to save money in the dollar house. And one way we do that is by eating in a lot more. And that means the caraway pans are out. Now, I have been a caraway customer before they were an advertiser on our show. I was looking to find an alternative to nonstick um, because I used to be a huge nonstick fan, but I hate all the chemicals that go in them. So I spent some time doing research and stumbled upon caraway. Caraway makes cookware with the convenience of nonstick without the concerns of toxic forever chemicals. So you get the best of both worlds. I love cooking with my caraway pans. The food glides right off the plate. They are so easy to clean and they have absolutely beautiful colors to choose from. So beautiful that we frequently leave our caraway pans on the stove because they match so well with our kitchen. And I have this light beige color. Oh my gosh, it's gorgeous. Non-toxic kitchenware means food can be prepared with peace of mind that no hard to pronounce chemicals will leach into your healthy ingredients. All sets come equipped with a complimentary easy access storage solutions to keep the kitchen tidy. Visit carawayhome.com slash upside 10 to get 10% off. Certain exclusions apply. That's carawayhome.com slash upside 10 or use code upside 10 at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. I have been so excited for Liquid IV to come back as an advertiser because I have something fantastic to tell you about. Now, we got this product about a month and a half ago, so we've been drinking it for a month and a half, and it is so good. They now have Liquid IV 
available in sugar-free. This has been years in the making and it uses a proprietary zero sugar hydration solution with no artificial sweeteners. It has three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness. Um, We got some peach. It was delicious. They also have um, my OG flavor, lemon lime and sugar-free. And it's great if you really don't like the sugar, but you want to stay hydrated, especially in this crazy heat, right? It is so important to stay hydrated. Now, liquid IV comes in a powder form. You use one ounce, uh, one stick in 16 ounces of water and it hydrates you two times faster and more efficiently than water alone. Real people, real flavor, real hydrating. Now, sugar-free, grab your liquid IV hydration multiplier sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco or get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code UPSIDE at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you use promo code UPSIDE at liquidiv.com. One of my friends was telling me about this place called in Atlanta called the Lice Ladies. (laughs) And I had heard that this was a thing, but I didn't know how much of a thing it is. And there is now, there are now salons across the country called different things where you can go if you and your kid get lice and they will handle the removal of the lice for you from your hair and they'll wash it and they'll de-egg it and whatever. Is this in somebody's basement or is it- No, it's like a legitimate salon. At a mall? Is it a kiosk in a mall? No, no, it's like a a salon. Is it a franchise? I don't know. I don't know, but I know that they're all over the country, like businesses like that. And that is so genius. But back in my day, have you ever had lice? I've never had lice. Okay. It's miserable. Yeah. Um, I grew up clean. Did you ever have lice? <laughs> um, Like three times. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I have long, you, no, 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 no. I have long, beautiful hair and people you, with long, beautiful hair get lice. But you went to private school. Jeff. You went to private school. I, I went did. to public school and mm-hmm. I never had lice. You also have no hair. You you have short hair. Look how thick my hair is. You have beautiful thick hair, but it's very, very, it's short. Hmm. You don't have, I mean, compared to me, look at my long hair. My hair is like far past my boobs. I'm just shocked that you would have lice at a place where where they charge you that much per year. It's just so weird (laughs) to me. Because public school where I went, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Look, we didn't pay anything, Mm -hmm. but we also didn't get lice. But anyways, go ahead. I'm sorry. So genius. Were they rich lice? Were they like little BMW (laughs) driving lice? And they were just driving from head to head? (laughs) Um, So there's this business that they'll do that. Typical lice. I'm a cool lice. (laughs) Back in my day, I remember, maybe I only got it twice. I can't remember. My mom would have to, you'd have to go get the shampoo from the store. And then they would have to like sit there and comb out the thing. And I would always feel like my scalp was like rubbed raw and I would cry. And my mom would sit there isn't for the, hours and do it. Isn't that comb like super, super, super thin? Because you got to get the, all yeah. the junk out of the, like each fiber or each strand Egg. of hair. Yeah. You have to, it, the whole thing is really nasty. Anyway, so genius business idea. I wish they had had that my time around. But the good news is belly ever gets lice. We can go to a lice salon. I think somebody needs to open up a franchise and it needs to be called Lice Lice Baby. (laughs) All right, moving on to our beautiful human alert for today. We want to send you off in a good mood. Jeff, this one's going to warm your cold, dark heart. Are you ready? Yeah. There was a homeless person that was unable to enjoy a parade and an eight-year-old named Lila saw that. 
and she is from Tulsa. So why would, why would the homeless person not be able to enjoy the parade? I think it was inside a state fair. Oh, so they, so couldn't they were get sitting in? outside. Yeah, they couldn't oh, okay. get in. So she started something called, with the help of her mom, because she's eight, Fair Share. And it is a program that gives Tulsa's unhoused residents a chance to go to the fair. So she decided, I know, that she wanted anybody who doesn't have a home and maybe couldn't afford admission to be able to go. So her program works with partner organizations to identify people who um, get to go into the fair and then they have caseworkers go with them. So no one bothers them and it's like, you know, rude or discriminatory or whatever. And right now she is trying to raise $5,000 to take around 35 homeless Tulsans to visit the fair this fall. Obviously the money, they're also going to have lunch or whatever and stuff. Yeah. 35, 5,005 by 35. So it's a whole experience. Yeah. It's, it's a whole day at the fair. But she just saw that and she's no. eight and thought that wasn't fair and that everyone should be able to go to the state fair. And I thought that was really cool. She should have called it fair fair. <laughs> anyway, Lila Thomas, you are the upside. And she should throw human. an event and it should be called the fair fair affair. Lila Thomas, this is... And if you're taking the bus there, you have to pay your fare to go to the fair fair affair over there. Anyways, Lila is our beautiful human for the week. And um, what if her mom was being unfaithful? She's having an affair while paying the fare to go to the fair fair affair. Upside out. Thanks for listening to the Upside Podcast. Peace to you. I was listening to the episode where Callie was concerned about the frozen drinks at the mall. I do think having alcohol less of a stigma would be great. Like, there's alcohol at the airport. We have alcohol at sports games. Like, I don't think there's a problem with adding it to to the mall. I think it will definitely make people shop more, for sure. Um, I do wish that you know, it wasn't just frozen drinks. Like, why not have beer? Why not have wine? So I'm hoping they'll spread that to more options. But yeah, thanks for sharing. I'm excited about just more alcohol everywhere. And uh, yeah, thanks. Have a good one. Love you guys. Hey, Jeff and Callie. It's Melissa from Dallas. I just had to stop the podcast because I'm dying laughing because of Jeff Dollar's comment about potty training Ellie and forcing her to potty train. <laughs> oh my god. Maybe because it's not cool to crap your pants in public. That's the best. The best. I'm dying. Thank you. Thank you for the belly lap this morning, Jeff Dollar. I needed it. Bye, you guys. Good morning, Callie and Jeff. Um, I just was calling about your sticky note on the potty. Um, suggestion that y'all had heard, and I had a funny story about that. Um, my first child, um, when we were potty training, he was the type of kid that liked to visit every bathroom, everywhere we went, always seemed to have to go at the most inopportune times. And so we were in a store one time that had the automatic potties, and I had cleaned over the potty, and he was too little to stand by himself, so he was sitting, and the toilet flushed automatically on its own about three times in a row and his poor little eyes just were I mean he was so scared they were about to bug out of his head I laughed 
probably harder than I have ever laughed potty training a child. All of a sudden, he did not have to go anymore, and we left the restroom. I don't know necessarily that it helped his fascination with visiting all the restrooms, but that day, it did the trick. So, post-it notes are a great tip. Thanks a lot. Y'all have a great day. Bye. Hi, Callie and Jeff. I wish I'd known about the post-it note trick when mine were little. My youngest was on an airport bathroom, and it automatic flushed very violently, and I spent the next two-plus years holding her above the toilet with one arm and covering the sensor with the other. Definitely a good idea to avoid scaring the kids. Thanks. Bye. Why can't we just have a drink at the mall and shop a little bit? I don't know why you brought uh, violence into it. I feel like literally every other place that sells alcohol except the mall is more dangerous than the mall. I'm <laughs> just not really sure what was going on in your head. It sounded like I don't know what that was, but I'd like to have a glass of wine and stroll and uh, do my Christmas shopping. So let's do it. Hey, Callie, Jeff, and Ellie. Hope all is well. Hey, this may not be very upsidey, but um, maybe we can just give an update once in a while, like you do with your October resolutions. Um, and I love hearing about Ellie. She sounds like quite the child smart, pretty, intelligent, and a real go-getter. But along with hearing your stories, I'm tired of hearing the messages at the end with everybody else's potty experience. So maybe we could move on to, you know, just an update as she has her next milestone, so to speak. All right. Take care. Truly not meant to be mean. Just kind of over it. Thanks. Thanks. 